Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And hello and welcome, and thank you for joining us. We're always delighted to spend our Saturday with you. Got a great show, as always, for you. Lots of interesting stuff today. If you want to reach us, you can get us on Twitter, Marsha Collier. I am Real Mark Cohen. You can get us on our Facebook page at Computer and Technology Radio. Trying to update that a little bit more diligently. And Marsha, if they are tweeting us, what do they need to add? Hashtag Tech Radio. Hi there, Uncle Bill. Uh, Mark. Carruthers. Oh, I see Al Hopper earlier today, Jim Katzman. Good to see you. Yeah, if you have any questions or you have any comments you want to add into the show, um, yeah, type it in. Hashtag Tech Radio and be glad to answer. Uh, Mark Carruthers already had a comment today about the pricing on the new Samsung phones. And we're going to know next week. I couldn't go to New York, but uh, I should have hopefully a review real soon. Well, excellent. Uh, so you're one that travels to China periodically. Yep. Um, and you've always had issues with, you know, you use the VPN, which sometimes gets around the ability to, uh, or the inability to use certain things in China. But apparently, Google supposedly, maybe, possibly, is planning a censorship-friendly search for services in China. You well, know, I China don't think v- it's a maybe, po- po- possibly kind of thing, considering they've opened offices. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you think so. You <laughs> I mean, know. yeah, I, that they just don't want to move a bunch of people there for nothing, I don't think. Well, you wouldn't think. I mean, apparently they had a service in 2010, uh, but then I guess that went away. Uh, they uh, apparently have developed a censored version that could launch in countries in six to nine months, according to the information. Uh, it would block Western services already outlawed in China, which include Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It would also scrub the results for things like Tiananmen Square Massacre, Massacre International Media, BBC, New York Times, um, you know, just a few of the little minor things. Um, and apparently they already uh, have a number of mobile apps in China, like Google Translate. Okay, File well, wait Go, a minute. Let's, yeah. let, let's just talk about the whole thing right here. I mean, they're running their country. Their country is yep. run differently than ours. A bit, it's, yeah. you know, we can say we are better, but really, they're doing pretty good, and their crime rate's pretty darn low. Right. Um, so I, I look at it as rather than we're better, how about we're just different, and they just run their country differently. Their Internet is honestly fantastic. Their apps mm-hmm. are incredible. JD.com, which is one of the best e-commerce sites ever. Um, they do great work, and every time I'm over there, what I see in China is incredible. And Google is very smart to enter this area. Um, I think it's a good thing, and I think to tailor Google search to the laws of that country. I mean, it's their laws. And you want well, to you have to go by. Yeah, obviously, you have yeah. to go by. I, I, I happen to think we are better, but that's another story. Uh, well, that, I, I don't you know, know, and you, that could be. Your you know, do you there? think that? Face that they need to censor those kinds of items like Facebook, that, Twitter. Yes, yes, because. in their country because their news, unlike the news here that gets run away, like we're talking about China. Recently, there was even more brouhaha on how unsafe 
ZTE is and how unsafe Huawei is, which mm -hmm. those things we've never proved. Yeah, we right. did prove that there was a uh, thing with ZTE that they sold to the wrong country. They paid a few billion dollar penalty. Okay, I think they're good. But again, we run around with our hair on fire screaming, China's bad, China's bad. Right. It's all politics. You just, I've looked at both countries. I mean, I've been there. It's a wonderful com country that functions really well. Now, it is different and not what we're used to. But I, every country has a right to run that's as they absolutely. do, and they censor their news. And that's how they handle a lot of things over there. So are you suggesting that if we did that here, we'd have less fake news? Well, we can't do that here because we have the Constitution and freedom heard of, of speech. It. heard of that. Um, so we can't do that. So that wouldn't work in our country. But their country is differently based. Yeah, and, you know, no to actually study the countries and, and see what works, what doesn't work. Uh, we've all got our problems, but this works for them. Um, yeah, there was, I think you can't put pictures of Winnie the Pooh on social media in China right now because people were calling the president of China like Winnie, that he looked like Winnie the Pooh and they didn't want oh people God. making fun of him. I mean, oh it, it may seem si silly to us. But I have to respect that it's their country and it's their gig. Well, yes. Yeah, and if it works, so, it works. And Google is really smart to go in there and tailor their business for China. China is a well, huge market. Yeah, and I, mean, and I just an read AI recently. Uh, yeah, I just read recently. I mean, let me just add that the two countries going into 2025, which are going to be leaders of the for the world, are going to be China in the U.S. So, yeah, I wouldn't no. miss a business opportunity there. Uh, well, they are, apparently uh, Google has opened an AI lab in Beijing, part of an investment round for uh, Chinese Duh. companies. And Chinese uh, AI is doing really, really, really well. Really uh, well. Yes, yeah. Wait, I, I have to ask, though, were you, were you put here in the United States as a spy for China that when you no. were a little girl? And they brought you no. here, and no, you're no, not one of those no, like no, on TV. No, Can't. born in America. Of course, that's the way someone would answer that question. You would deny it even if it were true. But okay. Mark, I mean, seriously, no more All right. <laughs> like, uh, where are you? What planet are you living on that you want to start something with the NSA and misery? <laughs> seriously. I, well, that's why I didn't is say it myself. I, is this smart? I didn't say it myself. Thanks. Uh, no, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, uh, and I think it's a it's a interesting story. And Google being one of the big ones to first do that, I think is uh, is probably great. Um, so we'll see. Okay. On. The next story that we have is in the what could go wrong here. I mean, right. Just, uh, Facebook is adding a feature now. When I say feature, there's usually air quotes attached to it. Right. The new feature is Facebook dating. Ooh. Okay. It's not going to be probably as bad as Tinder or something, but it could mm -hmm. be. The feature will be based on Facebook's main app, and it's going to have other uh, utilities people can use. It's being tested internally. Mm -hmm. um, you know... So much nasty goes on on Facebook that yeah. I think, I mean, this could be the new Ashley Madison. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, clearly. Think about it. Huh. I mean, 
you've already got friends. You already have a ton of acquaintances. Right. And all of a sudden, it's going to become a dating platform. Well, yeah, because you're going to open it up. I mean, now you have the ability. You have the ability in this too, because you have to approve using it. Obviously, you have to opt in. Yes. But now suddenly, instead of having your one to five thousand friends, now you've opened up to all of Facebook, and now you're interacting with people that maybe you don't want to interact with. Yeah, I'm going to put a big fat wall up. I'm married. I'm perfectly happy. Um, What has become annoying is that if you use LinkedIn, all of a sudden people on LinkedIn are like. Hey, you're so pretty. Oh, really? Oh. This is LinkedIn. You know, oh, please. Oh, please. Many women I've spoken to have had a lot of issues on LinkedIn. Really? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And of course, you've accepted the person though, or or you have to be, you have to accept the person on LinkedIn for them to write oh, no. you or can you if just write without if it? If they're a paid member, they get so many free uh emails. Oh, so, it's called okay. a, a month. Okay. Got it. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Well, isn't that interesting? Apparently, the dating will be 18 and older only, and it will abide by local laws uh, wherever they consider someone to be an adult. So, yeah, you're probably right. This is probably some kind of disaster disaster waiting to happen. Oh, it's totally a disaster. I mean, can you see? I mean, people who, you know, they've just had an argument with somebody, and let me click the dating feature. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man, and that can just mushroom really bad. Yeah, no question. All right, so how does Google Glass uh, help with autism? Well, I think the fact that Google Glass isn't dead yet is amazing. Yeah, it is surprising, actually. I mean, I've got my pair sitting right here. I, I enjoy using it. I haven't sparked it up in a while, but, oh, and I got my stuff out of order here. Um, but now, and they're using it in industrial, uh, in warehouses. Uh, Google Glass has a life going on uh supposedly a sleeker version came out in july 2017 Mm -hmm. um and i haven't seen that i still have my old unsleek version but now is the picture that you and i are looking at is that the new one or the old one that looks like my old one so like your old one okay yeah that's my old one um they've found that the augmented reality glasses help autistic children navigate social situations uh, researchers developed a therapy routine pairing Google Glass with facial recognition software that notifies the device wearer on what emotions people are expressing because autistic children, they have an issue reading people's faces. Yeah. So, the, I mean, they had a small pilot trial. It was only like 14 kids, which isn't exactly... But it was, still, it was impressive, yeah. though. Twelve of the 14 children apparently had more eye contact. Uh, after using the glasses, that's like, that's pretty impressive. As you say, it is a very small amount, but still, uh, yeah. it's impressive. But I mean, still, the percentage-wise, and I believe in studies, percentage-wise is what makes a difference. It's not the numbers, it's the percentages. Um, and this is a right. definitive percentage. So it really is. I would I would love to see it. Uh, Samsung released an app back in 2014 to help autistic children improve communication skills. Um, MIT came up uh, with something Mm -hmm. but this actually is something that children can wear and i'm sorry i still think google glass looks cool (laughs) (laughs) i like i think they're cooler than heck Uh, occasionally i come around you know when i look at google photos pictures of me wearing them i say that's cool i liked it it was very cool (laughs) well the thing that mit came out which was kind of interesting was a smart uh watch app 
that analyzes vocal, speech, and tone uh, helps to determine the speaker's emotional state. So uh, are you then now trying like a lie detector test where you try to fake your way through a lie detector test? Now do you fake your way through your watch to tell you what your emotions are? Well, you're trying to communicate with a developmentally challenged people. Well, and that, yes, so I don't think you're you're going to start lying your way through it. So right, yeah. Uh, no, I think it, it's I mean, a I very it's valuable tool, and I hope more people start using it so we can. Because I mean, heaven knows we've got so many issues with autistic children that this would oh, be yeah. just a blessing. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Um, so th- this just cracked me up. Have you tried what we're about to talk about? I thought uh, you would have. I definitely I did. Oh, no, did. I did. I did. I yeah. definitely did, and it's great. And if you have Alexa, you know, well, I mean, yeah, I still think you need a security system. But, you know, oh, yeah. some, this people, isn't a security system. some people will leave a TV on when they leave the house or yep. a radio or leave lights on. And you've got all kinds of tricks that you're going to use to fool the burglars. But Alexa, and you'll you'll explain what it is, has a new Alexa skill called Away Mode. And yeah, it's I mean, I, so funny. It's Go ahead, funny. You tell it's, about it. Instead of using lights and noises and things like that, it just plays video uh, audio tracks that sound real. Some are funny things, you know, like, hey, Ma, how, how come you haven't called me lately, or that kind of stuff. When you launch the mode, it'll play one of seven audio tracks, which actually came from writers from uh, Saturday Night Live. It's always sunny in Philadelphia and UCB. I don't know what UCB is. Um, but apparently you will then, they can, and they don't tell you who wrote them, but it's just funny stuff involved. And basically what happens is you have things like a couple has a breakup while trying to watch TV. Uh, two average guys brainstorm what's unique about themselves so they can start a podcast about it. There's one I like the mother and daughter uh, assembling some sort of Ikea furniture over the phone. Right. That Mom walked, yeah, walked her daughter through yeah. an Ikea assembly over the phone. Uh, they're a stay-at-home mom loses her stuff and uh, an argument over a board game. So it, it just is a really funny thing. And the volume, I'm sure, Marcia, you noticed it when you tested it as well, the volume is higher when it starts, so purposes of being able to see it outside, or hear it outside, right. rather. Um, so it's. I think it's a really funny idea. I don't know where I, you place I don't think Alexa. it's a bad idea. You're already paying for the electricity to run your right. Echo. Right. Yeah, how much so why not? Anyway. What could it yeah. hurt? No, and it's really kind of interesting. I guess what you have to do is, you know, I'm thinking of my own home, and you think of your own home. I guess you would want to place it somewhere near a door and then go outside of your house and see if you can hear it because the key to it is somebody walking up to your front door and hearing it. Uh, but I think it's a really interesting idea, and if nothing else, it's funny. It was actually developed by a homeowner's insurance startup called Hippo Insurance, which was trying to get some uh, free advertising, which, by the way, they just did. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, which, but it was smart. Smart. You know, you got to give credit to companies like that who come up with smart stuff. And uh, it works as exactly as it says. And, and Marsha tried it and I tried it. And you just got to make sure that it actually works, you know, probably better than those fake dog things that we all used to use. You know, you ring the doorbell and a dog starts barking, even though it's not really mm-hmm. a dog in the house. So uh, anyway, it's fun. And uh, I, if you have Alexa and you want to try it just for fun, do it. it Try it and leave it. You it's just called load the mode. skill. Yeah, yeah, and, just, yeah, and then the you, skill. Just, you tell your echo with your keyword, uh, launch away mode, and boom, you all of a sudden have lots of discussion going on. 
Now, the next funny. story, I have to tell you, uh, blew me away. Just yeah, blew I me read away. That yeah, that, me too. I mean, I always thought that Solitaire and Minesweeper were there to keep me busy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which <laughs> or they did to for entertain a long time. me. Yep. They still do. I still go back and play these games. You can still yeah. put them on Android or iOS or whatever. Right. Well, it seems there was a reason for a solitaire and minesweeper. Um, there was a reason they used solitaire because it could be played with one person, right. and they needed to convert. Pe Microsoft needed to convert people who were used to command lines into drag and drop aficionados. So, mm -hmm. in other words, instead of typing in the commands like we used to, they were teaching people to use a mouse. And drag and drop the cards over, which it did. Yep. And did. Minesweeper in 1992 <clears throat> also taught you right clicking and left clicking. Mm -hmm. How to use a mouse, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and it's fascinating. It was all a plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, go figure. Smarter people than we are, and I don't know if that was Bill Gates or his uh, group of people, but I expect it was since it came out of Microsoft. And it's a little scary how easily we can be manipulated. Because here we are. It isn't, it isn't scary at all, Mark. You've you got to stand up and look at the big, big picture. Yeah, I, it's, it's not scary at all. We are all the product. We're all the guinea pigs. you got to get used to it. This is the truth. Well, good for you, because that's the total opposite of you I would have thought you would have taken, knowing <laughs> how paranoid about things you are. Well, uh, you know, I am, but I've I've decided to, like, face reality on this. On, really? On all since of this. last week? Yeah. You've changed since our call since last week? Yep, yep, I have, definitely. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm a little more centered about things, like when we were talking about China. You, you just yep. have to realize that there isn't one way of thinking. <laughs> There's more wow. than one. Yep. You've gone through a complete metamorphosis. The new yeah, Marsha Collier, you're welcome. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that is. Well, I'm impressed, Marsha, that even at your advanced age of 40, that you can learn new things. Uh, Speaking okay, so, of, yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to so, say Google uh, Gmail settings. You found some new cool Gmail settings. Well, they're not necessarily new, <clears throat> and there's one that saved my bacon. I was emailing an agency in New York, and it was like a business thing, and we were going to have a phone meeting. And I typed in my response as to the time, and I <clears throat> also typed in, that assumes you're on Pacific time, because I didn't know where mm -hmm. the office was. Then as the email, after I'd sent it, I read that they say they're on Eastern time. And I freak, and I'm going to sound like an idiot. And luckily, Gmail has the undo feature mm -hmm. that you can click, and it unsends the email, pulls it back, yeah. and you can make your correction. Oh, right. boy. Oh, boy, did that save me. Really save me. Yeah, that's a big me. help if you, yeah, I agree. I mean, does that ever happen to you that you send an email and you see a mistake and you go, ah! Yeah, absolutely. And then you look like an idiot to the person you're sending. And no matter how many times you read it over, you probably miss the same mistake you made. And I think that's a good feature. Assuming well, do you use it. the spelling spell check before you send an I email? I do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. you say you're instead of you're, you are. You know, you, you do things that either the device self-corrects for you and you don't catch it, or then you send it. And, and that happens a lot with texting uh, as opposed to emails. You know, emails, you spend a little bit more time typing out an email. 
But on a text, it happens to me all the time. And I do just, you, you know, use any of these any of these other uh, Gmail little tools? I, you know, I don't really use Gmail on a regular basis. I use it for the show, uh, but I don't use it. I use my normal uh, Apple email. So I tend well, not I really to enjoy email. the canned responses because yeah, occasionally kind of cool. you get an email that's just confirming something or doesn't need a whole discussion. Um, I noticed on my Android app. It gives me like three different possible responses that I could just tap and send, which I think works mm-hmm. really well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, why should I type it? Yeah, thanks. Okay, all good. Bar bar. Right. Um, yeah, and it has a smart compose, which I don't know if I want to do that. Would you want to do smart compose? Yeah. It'll try I and don't save time so. by predicting what you're going to write before you start yeah. writing. I mean, there's predictive text, you know, in texting you get that same thing. And sometimes it's helpful, sometimes it's not. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure of the value of it, but they're adding a lot of stuff. And there is the new Gmail. Mm-hmm. If you want to change your uh, Gmail to the new Gmail, you'll find something on the page. And I don't know exactly what it is. Usually it just pops up. Want to try the new Gmail? You can always go back. Yep. Uh, okay. Now, did you yeah. know that there's a way to retract a text message? I did not know that. How do um, you do that? Let me, let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I'm going to save this for next week. Cause, like, okay. It's, yeah, because that sounds like it. something that would be of value. Um, I know you can do it, but uh, we'll we'll save that. <laughs> All right, we'll save it. All right, so kids are going back to school within the next two to four weeks. And here's some ideas for those kids of yours that are going away to college. You know, if you've been in a dorm room, as I have when my daughter went to college and we dropped her off at the dorm room, it's the size of a shoebox in most cases. So, you know, you don't really have a lot of room. You basically have a bed. You typically have a built-in desk. Um, you share a bathroom, you know, so you don't have a lot of storage space. So here's some ideas for you to take care of your child when they go away so they don't, you know, have boxes and boxes of stuff. You know, most kids go away with laptops, and that's a really good thing. Kids today use them all over the place, whether they're using an iPad or, or some form of tablet uh, or a laptop for taking notes. Instead of buying an actual laptop, take a look at a two-in-one device. And a two-in-one device, which I've had Acer, I use for a long time, and basically it just snaps off and it becomes a tablet. So you attach the keyboard to the device. It's a laptop computer. You remove the hybrid device, and now you have a, a, a tablet. So you don't have to lug the whole thing around. You don't have to have two separate devices. You don't need a tablet and a computer. Uh, Lenovo Yoga 920 offers one, has 22 hours of battery life. Um, if you're on a uh, looking for something less expensive, Acer Chromebook Spin 11, which I've used their spin devices, and they're outstanding. As I said, I used one previous to the one I'm using now. And so that's a way to save some space, some money, uh, and it'll be great for the kids. And those devices run about 400 bucks. so take a look at that. Um, instead of bringing, you know, everybody, all the kids want to watch TV, obviously, when they go away to college. Well, just now, if you have a tablet, and a PC together, as we talked about, you can now watch TV on your tablet. So 
So instead of having to bring a giant TV with you, just watch it on a tablet. No, it's not as good as watching it on a 30-inch, 40-inch, 50-inch. I mean, in most dorm rooms, you're not going to put up a 50-inch TV anyway. And you don't interfere with your roommate if you have one because now you can plug in your earphones. You can you know, listen to TV. As long as you've got Wi-Fi in your dorm, it's a great way of not having to carry a you know, large TV set. Um, how about it? Why by the way, by the way, this article was in PC Magazine, and I yes. really think that the person who wrote it is a tad out of touch, because, because. like they say, oh, you don't really need an expensive external hard drive, really. External hard well, drives are not expensive. No, they're not expensive. <laughs> it's just you know, it's the article is more along the lines of space you know, storing and and give, having more space in your room but you're right they're not expensive. we had a what do we have a four terabyte drive on the show, uh by the week last week for 80 bucks so no they're yeah not i expensive. mean yeah it's more ex- it's actually more expensive in some cases to use online services so you know well right i, yeah. I, I think then, the person was just a little out of touch yeah maybe uh, but wireless earbuds, nice idea. Take up little space. The downside of the wireless earbuds are, one, we're all paranoid about radiation, of course. Two, uh, they are easy to lose. I mean, they're very small and easy to lose. But, you know, for Marsha and I during the show, I use a, uh, and we haven't done the show in the same location for a while, but I use an over-the-head set of ear uh, phones. I don't know what you use. Head, they're called headphones. Uh, headphones, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of that before. Uh, is that what? Do you use a, a larger set or do you oh, use a small? Well, I don't use as big as my um, Bose QC35s. You know, my quiet. I don't right. use anything as big as this. I'm still using the really light Sony set that I bought ages ago, yep. but they're starting to like fall apart. Even though they're yeah, so comfortable. Yeah, I lost my Sony's about a year ago. Yeah, I just I had a bought a new. Too. I just bought a new lightweight Sony at Best Buy. You know, the only problem is the cord isn't long enough, so I have to get a cord extender. Oh, that's a problem. So, well, uh, Amazon, right, will, do- lastly, Amazon you know, will have it here in two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, they, they make now very tech-friendly backpacks, uh, which allow you to put a whole bunch of stuff, your laptop, your, you know, all the things you need, plug-in USB devices, do, you know, charge your phone with a backpack, and keep your books in it. If, assuming people still actually carry Yeah, but if you com- compare off. the cost of that backpack versus getting a power supply that you can either put in your purse or in your backpack or one. in anywhere, it's still cheaper. Well, it's it is cheaper. cheaper, but it's not as convenient carrying seven items as one. So uh, anyway, lots of uh, interesting stuff ahead. Don't go away. We will be right back in here. This is Marsha Collier here with Marsh- Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 That's 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 